good question. I remember one was the Hubbard, the Humboldt, Humboldt fog. fog with the little ash in it. Yeah. One yeah, was. No, the ash wasn't from you. The ash was from the. It has you don't remember that it has ash in the middle of it, of the cheese. The not, Yeah. Not. What What was the like the classic cheese, the one that everyone used to eat. That you eat the a lot. One that, <laughs> Do you remember you were like, this used to be a staple in in some diet, some like a cheap staple. It's just so stupid because we're referencing another podcast, auto podcast. <laughs> it's like an echo chamber. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's cheese, so cheese, cheese, cheese. We're talking with a cheese expert. No, here. it's true. He is a cheese expert. Oh, someone else is I'm calling in. Screw that person. Ed. We're talking to Aaron Atkins. <laughs> I'm eating some lovely blue Stilton as we speak currently. Some oh. blue Stilton? Oh yeah, blue Stilton. That's a lot of a lot Fun of. Fun fact flavor. about blue Stilton. Um, a lot of places say that you can only make cheese in a certain area. You know, so you can only make Parmesan in like you know the Reggiano or Parmigiano region, right? They only make in that area. The town of Stilton itself, you can't actually make Stilton in Stilton because it's outside of the uh, the legal county where you can call it Stilton. Wow. Fun fact. It's I like it because it has like a crumbly salty quality to it, right? It is. Like it has like a yeah. like a, almost like little salt crystals when it falls apart. I like that. That's yeah. I like it. A lot of blue in it. I like it with um fig jam too. Blue cheese and fig jam together. Mm. Dude, has I knowing agree. has knowing a lot of cheeses gotten you a lot of pussy? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's gotten me like art school. Like niche pussy. Yeah, some some pretty smart. Some alternative strange. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's what art school parties are. Sometimes it's just you know you get a cheese board and some bottles of wine and. Oh, you guys are such body. cliches. I want to like go to art know. school. Yeah. Do you ever, does, is there any is there anyone ever just like slamming a twenty four pack of Budweiser in the corner with like a cowboy hat on? <laughs> Not ironically. Ironically, I was going to say ironically. Those are the poetry parties. It's always ironic. Those are the Why can't <laughs> it ever be real? Those are... It's only the ironic. So how is it back there in, in um, Chicago? Are you just staying in your green room? You're locked in your green room? Yes, I'm, I'm in the lime box at all, at all times. Um, I don't know how to not mention coronavirus. I just didn't, like, post it up in my room. I'm trying to listen to podcasts and, like, just vibe, but all my podcasts are about coronavirus bullshit. <laughs> Just really vibe. <laughs> That's like the new young cool word. Are you guys not like? Are you guys not gathering in rooms together? Not supposed to be. People are like hanging outside of their apartment windows and telling people to flatten the curve, being really shitty. <laughs> Why don't but, you guys all just gather in a in a space and sit in a, like a drum circle, six feet apart? Like a chicken fox party. You're saying a pig and fox? No, a chicken chicken pox party. Yeah, like a chicken pox party. Yeah, I, I think that would be counterintuitive. Everybody spit in each would... other's mouths. That's a chicken pox yeah. party. Everybody get it. I mean, we're all gonna. I mean, I got a fucking headache today and uh, a sore throat, but you know, we're we're not assuming the worst. You have a sore throat? Yeah, I thought that bad. Is it? That's one of the symptoms. That's one of the symptoms. Pancake's got that. I'm not sharing any splits with Pancake. I'm just he kidding. He kissed me on the cheek the other day, though. <laughs> You're sitting there with him. You, you got it. We're, we're six it. feet apart. I am at least yeah, six feet away six feet from apart. Sam, and we're in a triangle in the studio. 
and um, we are all maintaining distance. And um, and the stage is so far away too. If any, I mean, it's <laughs> we are so far away from each other. It's fine. We're all gonna. We're gonna run some un underground comedy out of this bitch. Well, it's it just yeah. there's just not you know less than ten people. Everybody's maintaining distance. We're still doing media, so. That's good. But I think that we should be doing alternative yeah. media and not talking about that, which is why I was excited about my B movie. Is there any like artistic project that you're working on while you're sequestered? Uh, for me, yeah. It's re I, I really need the, the this coordinating so I can just sit and write and not and do this for like an entire day. I got, I got like three weeks worth of Adderall, so I should be all right. You write That's on Adderall? Dude, yeah. yeah oh of course God. I do. It makes, it makes it... You can just write so much, but you can move whole sections around in your brain before you do it. That bewilders me that you write on Adderall. That's, that's my favorite thing to do on Adderall. It makes it really like, you just get really into journaling and like you process your words. Your internal monologue is the same as your outer monologue, but it's like documented and, and like it's more, I don't know, man, it's just sick. Yeah. Did you learn to, but you learn to write stand-up not on Adderall, so you have the basics for Oh, I don't write, write stand-up on Adderall. I don't do anything on Adderall. I, I don't do stand-up on no, no, not, not perform stand-up, but you, you, do you write for stand-up on Adderall? No, nah, it makes me too serious. It's really good for, like, more dramatic, I mean, certain humorous stuff, but not, like, my stand-up, like, observations on stuff, because I need to be able to riff and be all over the place, so. So what do you, you write, what do you use Adderall to write for? What are you writing? My show, you know, the Edinburgh thing, so more narrative-based stuff, stories, which is, a little harder to like it's more intangible things to move around like in your brain whereas a joke is just kind of like once you find the funny you kind of know like what parts of the joke it's, it's less moving around it's more just like making the observation in the first place and Adderall doesn't help me do that Adderall just makes me focus in on like certain patterns so you're so what what exactly are you going to be doing in Edinburgh doing my my solo show man my 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 hour long comedy special but what I don't I, see, I don't understand that. You are, it's it's not stand up. Are you going to be telling a story about it yourself? Isn't, it isn't. Like, why can you use Adderall to write for that and not stand up? I'm inventing the genre now. Well, because what I said was, stand up requires like to be able to riff on something and be all over the place and look at it a bunch of different ways. Story is more focusing on a single line and then trying to make that line as clear as possible over the course of like. Well, my show's going to be like 15 minutes. Um, and it's humorous, right? But the humor comes as a result of like story movement, you know, and structure. It, it's easier to, to think about these large narrative structures and what what have you. Not saying that it's so you know complex, but it's like an intangible structure that you have, that exists entirely in your mind. So that's easier to handle on Adderall. Whereas when I'm just writing stand up, I'm just trying to riff on stuff. So for the show, I mean, I, I can riff a little bit already as I'm writing a major thing. I don't have to like walk around town and look up at things and, and try to make comedic observations. It's a different process. It's a show. It has a script. It's like writing a play, but there's only right. he's the, and he could have multiple characters if he wanted, but he's still the only person playing them. So right. What are some examples of this that you can, that you can look up and get a sense? My of favorite is Spalding Gray. He's oh, my, Spalding Gray. I love idol. Spalding Gray. Spalding Gray is my idol. He's not a comedian, but his monologues are very funny still because it's inherent to the form. So I want to bring a little more stand-up to it to make it a little funnier. You know, it's kind of like Manette, but Manette is still very jokey. It's narrative, but it's still like joke, joke, joke. I want to do like Spalding Gray's story 
That's humorous, you know. With David Sedaris. You're generally David Sedaris. Yes. What is this thing? Something about Cambodia? Like swimming to Cambodia? Swimming to Cambodia, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. And you can look it up on YouTube's Swimming to Cambodia. It's totally free on YouTube, the whole thing. It's, yeah, it's all there. And it's really entertaining. Oh, he likes that chair better. Don't fall over. Are you not going to miss like the the practice of making comedic observations and writing it writing it down? I do all the time. I still write. Are I'm you performing stand up in Chicago right now? Or not right now yeah, at the I mean, moment, but like where are you on a regular I basis before this? Canceled. I run like that kind of stuff. I do a lot of like. Like, I kind of bring them into one a lot. I produce, like, a sketch show or a variety show, and then I'll do, like, a 15-minute stand-up set as one of the acts, and then I'll also do the sketch. So I, I am performing, yeah. I guess I'm just not... I, I wish I was more active doing, like, open mics and stuff and going up there and just testing out a handful of jokes. But for me right now, like, I'm more focused on stringing jokes together to make something larger. So I don't go to an open mic unless I have, like, a five-minute chunk. And then I, you know... I don't know. But yes, I am, and, and I'm not. What about you? Anybody else? <laughs> no, I just stand up right now. Well, not right now. No, not right now. Yeah. I used to write, but um, my computer was thrown away by hmm. my roommates. What? By mistake. By mis- How do you throw away a laptop by mistake? Well, my friends, my roommates were drunks, and... They liked to party, and the kitchen tables where I had my computer last, and we were going to play Cards Against Humanity, so I had to clear the kitchen table, and I think I, I distinctly remember putting my computer in a pizza box. Oh, <laughs> wow. that's user error. But uh. <laughs> it's a heavy-ass pizza box from, like, it wasn't even like a good, heavy, dense pizza company. So like everyone would know this this empty box should be um, examined. It's not gonna have a laptop in it though. That's you have to be like a next level of hungover to be like. There's nothing strange about this pizza box weighing nine pounds. <laughs> yeah. So now you haven't been able to write because you don't have a computer box. Yeah, I felt like having a um. A bigger keyboard than my phone helped, mm. or even having a, a physical keyboard on my phone would help. Not your size, Pam. Like <laughs> you, you have a BlackBerry I know, from 2009. <laughs> Aaron, I wrote five poems and a song and two new jokes. Really? Yeah, I know. Well, do, do you write? Do you write on a laptop or do you write on notebook? No, my poems I write freehand. Um, right. Jokes I write freehand I've been typing mm. once a poem is done I type it and then it exists as a typewritten artifact but sure. um, the jokes are mostly just in, I've done them enough times they're in my head now and I'm like ah you don't you don't forget them like I, I can't rack my brain for every single joke I've ever done I still have to make like a set list I I know I have it they're all in there well and now with we when I perform sober, there's a huge, like, um, I see them, yeah. I see them in my brain as, um, not file cabinets per se, but almost like those old school, when you used to do libraries in the Dewey Decimal System, like a big, huge box of them, yeah. of like things of cards. And like, I can sort of like stand in front of that object and open it up and I can see things in the files 
And they all the different little hey. categories have different, like one of them's cat jokes, one of them's Jesus jokes. And it's not like I really have this, it's just in my brain, but I have the ability, even if I'm standing on stage, I have the ability to be at that part of my brain and pull these things out that, and like look at them. That, that um, image that you're painting hey. right now was put in a movie with Oprah in it. What? Yeah, the, and it's a kid's movie called uh, <gasps> The House with the Clock in Its Wall. I don't know if I've ever seen that, but maybe I did. Maybe I saw it as a kid and it just stuck and with me. Most houses have clocks on their wall. In in the wall. In the wall. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's probably that's the less common. This just came out like last year. And um, it's a brand new Oprah movie. So well, you, di- you didn't see it as a kid. Okay, well then I didn't. I just that's just the that's the way I memorize that's the way I memorize comedy is that I, and mm. I have, I have other like index things with stories on them and stuff. I have a lot of memorized stories and stuff. So, but that's how that's I think sick. of it. It's a, it's my little mnemonic device in my own head, but it's not mnemonic because that would deal with letters anyway. Hmm. That's an, ins- that's an insane, like to have that much control over your memory. Like I don't have that much. I feel really forgetful. Fools always come up to me and tell me about shit that I did. I'm like, I just gotta take your word for it. It's like two years ago. Hey, uh, what are the other comics in in your town doing right now? Honestly, I, I'm getting a lot of texts from like producer friends of mine that are really eager to be like to treat this like a business opportunity and do like live stream comedy ah. more. And like, word. It might literally, it might be illegal in a couple of weeks, you know, like dozens of more than 10 people or so. But, I mean, we'll try to figure something out. I, I think most people, there's like a, there's, this is just saying inside the quarantining, there's like a bunch of GoFundMe pages for service industry workers. And uh, what I've seen from the Bay Area Comedy Network Facebook page, it's pretty much the same as like what we're doing here in Chicago. So, not too much different. Yeah, everything's shut down. Are you making any TikTok? We were thinking about staging some TikTok videos at Mutiny and putting laugh tracks oh, behind the jokes, yeah. and just putting out these you gotta little. You got to face conflict, like a, like a like a street fight or something. But like doing <laughs> doing Corona jokes. I know we said we weren't going to talk about it, but if 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 Corona jokes were getting out right now, then people would be like, "Where the fuck are those coming from? Like, how are they doing that? Especially if you do relevant stuff from the past few days." What do you mean? How are they making Corona jokes? Well, no one else is. Like, is anyone making Corona jokes? Probably on the yeah, lots of people. All of Twitter, bro. Every podcast. But what's not, what's up. happening on Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that Aaron loves Reddit. <laughs> I love Reddit. <laughs> uh, well, he doesn't love Reddit. It's like coronavirus sounds a lot like uh, Mexican alcoholism. That's uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, I came up with that right now. Wow, but. that's cringe. <laughs> that is. Cringe. No, you're killing here. The audience is Thank laughing. Thank you. But just hearing that. Is that is there that an internet thing, thing or did you write that? I want to be one of those comics that calls in and does a full set to an empty room while everyone goes out to smoke for a second. <laughs> yeah, we do shit like that here. Sure. <laughs> I mean, and you're, on your end, you're fucking killing. You got no idea, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to put laugh tracks. I really like that Canadian girl set. She did some really fucked up shit. It was great because people, like, filed in during her extremely vulgar set, sat down and, like, looked at their phones and just over time slowly started to realize that she's saying some, you know, <laughs> what she's saying. 
Lizzie Stanton. He's talking about Lizzie Stanton. Lizzie Stanton. When she called in oh. and she did a set and everybody went outside to smoke. Oh. And then. Oh, and she yeah. didn't. It, it was no. almost better that way. Because people came in, sat down, and then, like, perked their heads up when they heard, like, Osama bin Laden. <laughs> did they did they do they listen to her set? Yeah, some people did. Yeah. So I liked it. It's on the it's on the podcast. It's on the um archives. You can go to yeah, the yeah. Comedy Festival twenty twenty and there's like fifty podcasts there and the ones at the top are all very funny. And you know, they Have are you go down, do they less funny? No, no, all of them are funny. I just haven't listened to all of them yet, but I'm, you know, I'm picking and choosing the ones I want to listen to first, um, and then I've been listening to them, and I'm, I'm impressed actually, on multiple levels for different reasons. But we're keeping it open. MutinyRadio.fm. Press the donate button on the side of the website. Oh yeah, what an amazing space. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed to go out and get cheese. That's exciting. Did you hang up those photos? Yeah. Oh yeah! Did you put up the picture? Did you get Did you get them home? Yeah, they're they're up on my wall. I awesome. Fucking, I put them up, and, and Felicity gives me shit, being like, "This sucks. Like, why is he so emo?" And I'm like, "Cause you just don't understand what it means to be emo, though. So that's a very privileged thing to say." I can vibe with that. Yo, Aaron, let me ask you a question. Have those what? Have those photos on your wall? Have they gotten you any pussy? <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> You're I, lying. I actually, I, I actually got Elio a couple of days ago because I was like, I was, I was with one of my bros and I was like, well, dog, you a little gay? And he was like, nope. And I was like, word. And then I listened to Visions of Gideon on the train home. Oh. <laughs> Are you even Gideon? a little gay? That's a really yeah. cute question. Oh, that's so darling. Are you even a little gay? Oh, I love it. Dude, you didn't nah. ask me that question. What the fuck? I didn't get any pussy, no. So, there you go. I'm getting bussy, which is butt pussy. You're getting bussy? All right, my man, that's good. You're getting bussy. <laughs> Wait, they do that instead of regular? Yeah, you want to yeah. try it later? <laughs> it's Are not gay if I'm like, fucking you. From your butthole to your ball sack, you got a little steam. Yeah, yeah, the, the grundle or the gooch. Ball? Yeah. What's going to happen to the porn industry? Are they going to keep filming or are we going to have to turn Mutiny Radio into a studio? (laughs) You can make a lot of extra cash like that. Am I a real stepmom or am I just a really good actor? (laughs) I bet there are some really artistic porn directors in San Francisco. Gay porn, the budget's pretty nice. There's Have you seen those Vixen ones? Those ones are like, damn. Vixen does gay porn too? I think they do. I, I can't say that I've ever seen any, but I would assume they do. Like, like you, like a strong assumption on your end, like you're, like That's you're really sure, yeah. like a very strong assumption. But you never, but you never seen them. But it's strong. It's a hard position to say, man. Okay. All Sam wants to talk about. I'll, I'll validate this later. Oh, no. I'll do my own independent research. You want to do this? You want to do this on air right now? Yeah. I'll have my assistant look it up. Yeah. I'm wondering if I brought it. There's another. That means someone else wants to call in, but fuck them. Um, <laughs> uh, <I> <laughs> that's what that yeah, weird I, noise I, is. I, Unless you have to go back to your whatever it is that you're 
doing in He's Chicago. He's creative uh, right now. I'll go back to listening to the podcast. How about that? Okay. You want to call you. in later? You want to call in in like 25 uh, minutes? Yeah, yeah. Aaron, well, you're the best. We love you. I'll, I'll, I'll stay in cahoots with cool. you. Cahoots, cahoots. Cahoots. All right, I'll cahoot. Who, there it is. Who is it? Oh. Know, we'll see. Hello, caller. Hey, You're caller. On. Thanks for being patient. We were on the air with Aaron Atkins. Now we're on the air with you. Who are you? Shane Kenny here. Oh, hi, Hello, Shane Kenny. He's got the update of, I don't know, what kind of updates you have. We're trying on. Shane, I got a question for you. You know that <laughs> you know that red leather jacket that you have? Yes, I do. Who am I, who's with it? Oh, that's Sam. Sam and Pancake are here. Do you do you ever do you ever get any pussy with that thing? Actually, yeah. Hell yeah! Finally, finally someone. That's Sam's big question of the day. Um, glad I'm just burning in Sam's mind. Yep. <laughs> like like fire, like red all around you. What's uh, going on? What's going on, dude? I'm two assignments away from freedom. Oh. It's college assignments. Mm-hmm. You're a college man. Trying to be. What are you uh, What are you studying? Um, I was majoring in earth and climate science, and now that's my minor because I'm really good at talking but not good at numbers. Mm. Well, y- y- you didn't answer the question what the major was. Uh, liberal studies because I chose the I give up major. Oh. And <laughs> I'm now every joke I made as a STEM major. So it's fun getting punched by my own punchline every day. But so are you? you are two, yeah. two um, assignments away from your degree or from this semester? From spring break. Oh, from spring break. Okay. And how much because longer? Because they can shut down the school, but they can't shut down the assignments. Oh, jeez. So they moved everything to online? Literally, yeah. Like the campus gym was closed. Everything like it's. But luckily, I stole about. Six industrial rolls of toilet paper before Perfect. they shut down the campus. Yes. You know, I was <laughs> Smart. like, I'm paying for that shit that isn't going to my shit anymore. I'm gonna oh, take yeah. some of it. I never paid for toilet paper when I was at state. I just took paper from them because I was like, it's part of my fees. I felt like, mm. I felt like toilet paper was part of my fees, and so I just took enough to take home. No, it's right. funny. I actually do have a set of like nice store-bought toilet paper for when I have like a lady over for a company just so they don't think I'm total trash. <laughs> so it's like, when I know I have a girl over, it's like, hey, I gotta put the nice toilet paper out. Gotta, I, <laughs> I gotta put out Whenever the- I wear my red leather jacket out, basically later that night. Yeah, it's like, she'll find out I'm trash later, but let's try to cushion the blow, you know? With, with, with the felt of the red leather, <laughs> cushion it with that, like a old football helmet. No, you Wrap it around your head like a turban. You cushion it with the toilet paper that is the special kind. Yes. Padded. Hey, How hey, many the plies? Stuff is sandpaper, but it's free. You can make a helmet yeah. out of out of eight ply toilet paper. Don't you look like a World War Look like a World War One injured. Do tin, do tin foil hats keep anything out from the government? Does have to keep what? Can you repeat the question? You know when they say making a tin foil hat? <laughs> they call people tin foil hatters. Oh yeah, no, that doesn't do crap because it doesn't do anything. Tin foil doesn't keep. You're better off wearing a lead helmet. No, there, all is, day. there is science behind containing stuff in metal. It's called a Faraday cage to protect radio signals during an yeah. electromagnetic pulse. But oh. that tinfoil hat doesn't do crap because your brain operates on a different series of electrical frequencies yeah. than our telecommunications network. See, I knew he'd know. Damn. I love Faraday cages. Good explanation. I wanted to start a business making them and selling them. 
but people are already doing that on an industrial scale. So if you can get Fox News to pitch it, I'm sure people will gladly buy a tinfoil Trump hat. Probably get Info Infowars to do something with it. Mm. But that's the wrong kind to save the world. A real Faraday cage needs to be grounded, and it looks like a metal box. Uh, Thank you, fellow nerds. Like I, I didn't get all the chance to go into the details of it but i was going over the gist but thank you dude we should get alex jones on this podcast he would do this podcast have him call in have him call in we'll be like we're in san francisco we want to hear you out we, like because he talks about san francisco all the time he shits on it oh good but he, oh. But he has some he that has would some, be hilarious if like oh my god i wouldn't even want to shit on him i would want to hear what he has to say about the yes. coronavirus because like oh no because comedically he's hilarious which is why rogan has him on because it's just he's a gold mine to like no rogan has him on because they're friends they're buddies who go back a long time. Like, they were friends when Rogan was starting the podcast. Before he even did pod one, they knew each other. Wow. Yeah. And Joe likes him. Like, he's 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 defended him a lot of times. They were doing the pod when it was a cephalopod. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sh- caterpillar. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to go shoot myself later for that joke, but... You, why would you shoot? Oh, shoot, shoot. In the foot, in the foot. I thought please. in his yeah, pants. No. That's what I heard. Oh. See, I'm in Iraq and want to get out of here. <laughs> no, you got to shoot yourself Don't in you the talk waist about my brothers like that, Shane. I'll come get you. Do you have... You better take you them. Have, you my have uncle was a doctor in the Army. He said that he was treating a bunch of gunshot wounds to the foot went at some point. I yeah, that's it. because Taliban are shit shots. Ooh. They don't account for bullet drop. Oh, man. Don't propagate the... The ganda. <laughs> Don't propagate the ganda. Don't propagate the ganda. Should have done that in my Gandalf voice. No, no, my Gandalf voice. Oh, no. This is going to be an awesome time for propaganda because people are so <gasps> bored and confined. They have so time to go down news. a six-hour rabbit hole. Yeah. So much fake news. Gandalf was the pro- Gandalf was the Uncle Sam of of the Shire. He was Propagandolf. Propagandolf. <laughs> he, he was the Bernie Sanders of the Shire. Hallelujah. <laughs> A wizard, that. a wizard is never late. He arrives precisely when he means to. And, <laughs> and Bernie Sanders fuck. always looks like he's perpetually late for a meeting. He's always just disheveled <laughs> enough that it's like, I, I'm a, they, they messed up my alarm clock. It he does that look on purpose. <laughs> that look gets some pussy in Vermont. Well, he does have late for work hair. Everything is about pussy with you. I and love pussy. I, I love it when Larry David plays Bernie Sanders. That is a, a, appropriate um, casting, I believe. It's like Baldwin is Trump. It's just the shoe fits. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. I've seen better Trumps. I thought Alec Baldwin's impersonation of Donald Trump was very untasteful. <laughs> untasteful? Very untasteful. <laughs> Dis-tasteful. I don't. Sam's a master of the language. Let him make up his words and believe them. Okay. He says them with such conviction. Oh, no, I, I, I got a blank notebook out. I'm, I'm learning new words all, all of a sudden. I love it. <laughs> all the, the the gems dripping from his honeyed lips. So what are you going to do to occupy your time during spring break if you're locked indoors? Um, luckily, we are confined to our homes, but not to our minds. Ooh. So oh. I got leaves and fungus, and we'll... See how far I can shoot my mind into the stratosphere. He's gonna other go psychonaut. Nice. Other than that, I got an EP I'm trying to record and a longer book that I've been writing. So I got that, and then when I start running out of mind-altering substances, then I'll panic. 
But Which ones are you doing now? Um, right now, just a little in the clouds, just because I want to be responsible. But as soon as I get to go ahead to not be an adult anymore with the schoolwork, it is open season on my mind. Oh, good. <laughs> no brain cell left over. Yeah, I like nitrous but quite a hopefully bit. Hopefully I'll have some beautiful tunes, some funky stories, and... I can get back on a mic and start telling jokes in person <laughs> when the, <laughs> soon enough. But Good stuff. Yeah, how are y'all getting through this? I can, I'm glad you're not letting things stop you and continuing this pillar of culture and society and sanity that y'all are operating. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you know, I, I mean... Like as essential we're... to me is like the supermarket because I've talked more about on mutiny than I have been outside. Oh, so. Yeah, well, I mean, we I want to keep the phone lines open for people, 415-550-0511, just so they can come in and feel like they... Of course, I appreciate the human contact. Oh, well, that and just, we I want people to, like, you know, tell us what's going on with them and what's... But media outlets are considered essential, so, I mean... it's I mean, it's saying that... The only thing I'm saying by keeping it open is, like, I don't know, comedy is essential to me. I don't... I didn't... I don't know how essential it is to everybody else, and... It's the only reason I, I've survived. Or, or, you know, it's more essential than even comedy for me. It's it's stage time and the opportunity that I could possibly be saying something that someone was listening to. And I want to leave that open so that we don't have to, like, be in an echo chamber of whatever Netflix makes us think about. Anyway, thanks Thank for calling for in, Shane. Thank you for the conversation. Yeah. Stay safe, y'all. I'll yeah. see you on the Good luck with your uh, school's things. Yeah. Thank okay, you. bye. Bye. All right. So, all right, here we are at Mutiny Radio. We had Aaron Atkins, we had Shane Kenny, Sam Carroll. Have pancake. It's cold in here. I'm sorry. I can get a little space heater. Oh, or you could climb up there and close the window. Oh. But is that our ventilation right now? Oh, no, it's upstairs. Up the window is, I think, open, but you have to climb up the ladder. It's a big pain in the ass. Is that an access, or is that just no, that's home? No, that's just... Yeah. We are here. He just leapt up it like a gazelle. <laughs> you know who I'd like to, uh, speaking of master classes, oh, uh-huh. I'd, uh, I'd like to watch the Steve Martin um, master class. Oh, yeah. Comics should go in on that. Yeah. Comics should go in on that, says Sam. Comics should go in on what? Buying a subscription to master class. Oh. Because once, and I heard if you like buy one master class, you like have them all, I guess. Oh. Um, you have access to all of them. So why not? Yeah. Go in. I would. On that. But then if, I, if I, it's like, I'm, I'm going to log in right now and I'm going to log in for like 30 minutes or I'll say when I'm out because they're probably going to find out if we're locking in five times at the same time simultaneously I should make uh, I'm sorry I was listening to you but then not listening to you because I was like oh master class I would teach my own making pot pasta and I was like oh I should make some pot pasta tomorrow mm. that would be fun well YouTube until further notice yeah yeah YouTube my pot pot pasta now I'm just gonna make it the people who make gourmet um, uh, commercial food like mm-hmm. Cheetos and and uh, Hostess Ding Dongs, they uh, they make gourmet and they're 
they're only on YouTube right now. They don't need a whole master class. Uh, Sam's rearranging. Who gave, who gave Sam the Adderall? <laughs> oh, if he wants to lay down. Oh. He's a bicycle messenger, so okay. he needs a rest. There you go. He's, he's at a rest. He's at a breath from, like, running upstairs. Okay, see if he can figure it out. There it is. Wow. Sam, Sam how you feeling? You feeling good? You feeling bad? Are you listening to Mutiny Radio. Feeling like, a, FM. feeling like a slice of butter melting over a warm pile of flapjacks. <laughs> Is that a Matthew McConaughey? I'm feeling reference? pretty good. All right. I want to do a better Matthew McConaughey. My body. But I think he'd be mad eventually. Of what? Of my impression of him. Yeah. When I meet him. Eventually. Oh. Eventually. Yeah, so you're just making sure Don't that... you dare laugh at that, fam. Yeah. I had a dream that I was riding a big wheel down the street in a suburban neighborhood. And a limo drives by. And it's Kevin Bacon. Yeah, see, it wasn't even Matthew McConaughey. Which, what it was era Kevin Bacon. Kevin, what era Kevin Bacon? But, but Clearly I from Quicksilver. From Quicksilver? Hell yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I told Kevin Bacon my dream, and he was like, you know what? Just do it, man. But that's, I, I think of um, Tremors' version of... Uh, oh, Tremors. Another phone call. Yo, Pam, can I rip, rip an absolutely ridiculous fart right now? I won't smell it. <laughs> Whoa. Should have put a mic on that. <laughs> These Caller, pants you're are on so the thin. Air. These pants are so thin. That was just shit air. <laughs> uh, I have I just particles. That. I have Sam poo particles in my mouth now. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I can't smell anything. You tell me if you smell something. I have no idea. We're infected Caller. now. Caller, you're on the air. Have you guys seen Happy Feet, the movie? Have we seen Happy Feet, the movie? Yeah, of course. I haven't yet. It has to do with penguins. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah, solid movie. It is. It's a solid movie. Uh, who's uh, Who is this? It's Aaron. Oh, it's Aaron again? Yeah. No, it's not. This is a completely separate adult man. This is Luke uh, Moore. I just wanted to weigh in on Happy Feet. Happy feet. So, well, thank you for calling. Yeah, loser. A, now, no get, problem, get Pam. Yeah. Get this fucker off there. Let's get Aaron back on. This guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one's called. I didn't hear the booming. We're appreciating your call so far. What are you doing okay. to stay sane while you're locked inside? Oh, oh. Do we lost him? We lost him. Yeah, but but he's back. Collar. Collar, you're hey, on guys, the air. I just got done watching Happy Feet. Okay, Happy Feet. Just got Aaron done Atkins? watching Happy Feet. That was feet. quick. That was a really good movie. He learns about himself. The penguin did? Did he learn he's a penguin? So he yes. thought he was but a human so the whole more. time, right? That was his deal? Did he learn how to surf? Which one is it? Which? which? That's, not, is that, that's not Happy Feet. Did he happy have a special pebble? One. What's that one called? I knew I used to know a girl who liked to get dressed up as that's, a penguin and get fucked up in or it. Something. Oh. So you're watching movies to stay sane while you're locked inside? Actually I'm reading books. 
good. Mm. That's you, good. What are you reading? I'm reading um, Happy the Shipping News by <laughs> Well, I didn't. I couldn't hear you over Pam's unreal joke. What was that joke? Is it Happy Feet? <laughs> That's what I asked. I, 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 I fucked uh, it up how she said it, but when she said... What no, you... I, I'm reading uh, The Shipping News, very acclaimed novel. Uh, you know, just whatever. It just kind of gives you some, some brain What's it to, called? You know, just to think about these big, enormous questions, right? What's it called? The Shipping News. The, the Shipping, shipping news. news. Who's the author? Spiro Brokeback Mountain. Who did? Oh. Yeah, but she's also amazing. This book won the Pulitzer. Is it a sexy book? Is it a sexy book? Is there a lot of cowboy on cowboy butt sex? No, no, no. It's about family. So. Oh. Uh, just a little about... bit of butt sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, what are you reading, Pam? I know you're, you're more literary than I. Am. I finished rereading um, Bill Hicks's biography by somebody else who wrote it last right. week, and then I've been writing a lot, so I haven't been reading a lot. But I read a cookbook, and you read a cookbook. I sometimes I read cookbooks like they're regular books because <laughs> because I I I absorb the information in them and I think about the ideas of the ratios they're putting together to make whatever they're making and then I think about other things I could do with. Anyways, I enjoy reading cookbooks. Huh, interesting. So yeah, and then I reread ones and then it, like Alton Brown has a really good one. Anyway. What is the Joy of Cooking, is it that one famous, The Joy of Cooking, is it? I would rather read, if I'm going to read like a fancy book, I'd rather read the Thomas Keller um, French Laundry book mm. over and over because it's like, I don't know, it's a good one. <laughs> and the pictures are really pretty. Yeah, and it, and it makes me that, think, like, he's weird the way he puts food together. He, there's always story in his food, so I like that kind of cheeky idea. Anyway, I love French culture. Anything yeah. that like kind of takes, I feel like cooking would be a good way to do that. But anything that takes like French culture and puts it in that really romantic light, just <sighs> je ne sais quoi. Uh, the French laundry is amazing. It's like um, you go for lunch and it's like four hours long and it's like seventeen courses long and they, wow. it's crazy. And then I, it's but it's it's ridiculous. It's so expensive. I. I, it was like seven hundred and fourteen dollars, like for two people. Whoa! But with 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 paired wines and, I mean, the gratuity was, of course, included. <laughs> it was crazy, but that was I was at Thomas Jesus. Keller's restaurant in, in the um in New York per se. I thought it was here. You, well, no, there. French Laundry's here, but I didn't go to French Laundry. I went to the sister. It's the same restaurant, basically. It's just in New York, and it's called Per Se. Same menu. I got there, to wave though? at the. Hmm? Was he there? Did you see him? No, because he was he in. Vibing. He was in <laughs> Napa, but I got to wave at the live stream in the kitchen at Per Se because the guy was like, I was such a fangirl, and I was just so excited about every single moment that I was there, and he was like, you can come back with me in the kitchen, and he let me wave at the live stream of Napa, and, and I got to go walk through the kitchen and see them prepping for dinner, and it was really exciting. So, yeah, I know. When was this? Um, Like 2006? Long time ago. But the oh. half-life of the memory is still pretty vivid for me, so I don't mind spending that money. Yeah. Like it was – when I had my little foie gras course, this was crazy, right? So there were two different foie gras ones. One was hot and one was cold. And the cold one, they kept bringing out new brioche. So the brioche bread would come out and be toasted, and they took it away, and then they brought back more. 
And I was like, why are you taking away the toast? And he says, well, it has to be warm so that the foie gras will melt. Nice. And so you can't have cold brioche. Ooh. How would you do that? And then there was a salt well-like platter, and it had like 12 different kinds of salt, and they were all in their own little cute little tiny itty-bitty cute thing with an itty-bitty spoon, and they were all different and – Oh God, it was so great, and they like described them all. It was, I was just, I mean, every detail was just like stupid and over the top. It was like going to a play just for me. So you're vegan now. Amazing. Yeah. I love, I love foie My favorite. Anyways, I've bored, I've bored everybody. Isn't that when they force feed a duck? What about duck? Isn't that when they force feed a duck? Oh, it's a goose. Or a goose. Or a goose. Oh. Yeah, but oh. they like to be force fed. I've seen them when you, not the ones. I don't, I don't agree with the ones where they take their flippers and they nail them down to the ground. I don't oh, like that. That's mean. But Oh my god. I know that's terrible. That sounds delicious. But oh, but the god. ones I like are the ones where you ring a bell and they come running and they open up their little their little mouths and God loves goose. You put a little thing in their gullet and it's got it and they siphon down all this food and they're like arr, 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 and they're oh, so happy. They run for range. it and they love it. So you force feed them at the end of their lives and then when you oh. murder them their their livers are all fatty and amazing. Oh, oh my it's at the God. end of their lives. I thought it was like from birth. No, it's just you let them be like a regular animal, and then at the end of their yeah, lives, you like feed them. feed them a lot, and then and like then, stuff fooded them, like like compacted in there. Mm, yeah. Then you murder them. They eat them. You know, every now and then I have like these just epiphany moments. You know, having grown vegan, walking through the supermarket now, just like a regular meat eater person, I'm fine with everything, but. Every now and then I have like these dystopia moments where I'm just going through the frozen food aisle and there's a Purdue bag of like app snackitizers or whatever and it's a chicken wing. It's the arm of an animal and it's like this fucking tiny shriveled up weird miniature <laughs> mangled animal part, dude. It's just just that's dystopian me sometimes how our food comes from. Yeah. Did you read the whole? They're so good, though. Have you tried them? They're so good, and that's what's oh worth worse about them. But I'm still bottom here. So. Did you read the whole Divergent series at all? No. Because it's all set in Chicago. No, I, yeah, I didn't read it. It's like dystopian and in Chicago. Oh my God, that's so. I was just thinking about that. Wow. Because mm. it has. I read um. I read, read some it. fucking John Green novel about Chicago, and that's like. And then I was like, I could live there. Ah. Oh. So, and now, yeah, that, and now you're there. And now you're gonna die there. Just kidding. I'm sorry. That's yeah, no, I'm, I'm not, sorry. No, I'm moving away in like three months. Three months. And you've just been preparing your act over there. Have you done it yet? In your in your. Uh, uh, I'm on like draft number eight. Oh wow. It's made up of tons of jokes that I've done in the past, and I know that work. But it's, at the end of the day, it's got to be 20 pages. It's got to be like a short story. It's yeah. got to be like a monologue. We'll see. Let's say I'm gonna release it as a podcast too. You know? I'm gonna release it as like a little oh, cool. audio only thing to hear on like Spotify and shit. That's great. Let's say that we stay locked down for the next three months. Where are you going in that case? I don't, I think they would just defer my because what my unless the fringe. It all depends on the fringe. Um, but I'm going overseas for the fringe, and then I'm also going overseas for my college, just so I can it makes things a little easier. Oh yeah, um, that's really smart. So I can capitalize because I can tour the show right afterwards, and that's how I can make. That's where it could really start moving. Like, yeah. You know, 
and I have to be in the UK. My, that's what my visa depends on too, right? Yeah. So if, they, if I, I can defer my enrollment to like spring 2021 theoretically, but I could not, you know, it wouldn't be for the same reason as, you know, following the fringe if the fringe is canceled, you know, or if, right. it's, po- if it's postponed at the same time, then it would be okay. But if they don't coincide, then I don't get to, all the moving pieces My cousin's in living in Edinburgh right now. Oh, how does he like it? Uh, he he's loving it. He's he's over there for college. University of Edinburgh. Yeah. That's amazing. It's such a beautiful campus. It's right. It's like medieval dog. Shit is gothic as fuck. Gothic as fuck. <laughs> That's rad. Well, <laughs> good. <laughs> What? What are you laughing about? You were, and just so you know, Sam has figured out this strange configuration. He's like a cat. He's got like. I'm lying down right now. He's lying. He's got this weird contraption set up with the microphone. It's like Uh, dangling above him like a flaccid dick. Is Pancake still there? Yes. Yeah, I'm still here. Hi, Pancake. Hey, how'd you do? Yeah. Doing good. Vibing. We're just chilling. Vibing. It's all gonna be okay, or is it? This is do TikTok dances into oblivion. What about oblivion? Let's just do TikTok dances into oblivion. <laughs> oh yeah. This, everybody, I mean, you must be in heaven because everyone can TikTok from their room. It doesn't matter. You could learn every TikTok dance that ever danced. True, true. I've only learned two, but I did learn oh, a new God. one. I learned a, uh, I learned a little. A little improvisation on the old say so. Oh, I wish I could show it to you now, but you're just gonna have to imagine me doing some dope ass shit. <laughs> That's what I love about audio. <laughs> I can imagine all kinds of dope ass shit. <laughs> what? I'm dropping the gems here, Sam. <laughs> no, so, no, don't drop the veil. Oh, yeah, lifting the veil, dropping the gems. Oh, okay. <laughs> All of my all of my repeated lines come out as my diatribe is comes closer and closer to singularity. I'm saying the same thing in every in every <laughs> podcast. Aaron, Aaron, check your phone. Ooh. What the fuck, Sam? We can't be leaving out America right now. Uh, give him the uh, dude. IP. All right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you guys what happens. Then. This is kind of fucked up. But today I recorded it's a, a dick video. Pick. What? It's a dick vid, huh? Oh. Oh, you're vomiting. Yeah, yeah. I've, I I fake vomited in front of some some strangers today. Oh my god! But I, but I ate a, I ate Why? this big I ate this big chocolate so my vomit would look black. <laughs> and I just oh. had kind of like a coughing fit in front of them, just fucking around. But like, they were shook. You. What co- time did you do this and where were you? I love that you did this. Though. You're sick. I don't want to say where it was. You are sick though. You have you have a problem. That's fucked up. It was a crowded it was, area. It was though. a couple. <sighs> What, did, and you videotaped them? Yeah, you want to see it? Yeah, I want to see it. <laughs> you are such a hooligan. Turn the volume on. Oh okay, I'm pressing play. I have to. I don't know how things work. Give me it. Let me turn the volume. No, no. This is TikTok shit. No, this is just. Okay. Here's our TikTok, bro. <laughs> Let me see this. Let me see this. Uh, he is the worst person. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't enough. 
That wasn't enough. I know. To I, come couldn't, scene. I couldn't get that much saliva in my throat. Sam, not... play the audio on on the microphone. Oh, all right. Put it on the tip. <laughs> was it? Was that gay porn slowed down, or yeah. or, <laughs> or Sam being a terrible human being, scaring people on the streets of San Francisco? I love it. People are like, we're gonna walk around. It's no one in the city. It's so romantic. Everyone's got their cameras out. They're sh- they're all shooting on film. But they you bring could, one roll of film with them, probably. Time to go to uh, Lombard and go down. We could be spreading it just by spitting on the sidewalk, because we won't know for two weeks if we have it or not. What are you going to do, like the sidewalk? Oh, yeah. Get it on your boots, put your boots on a chair, and then lean back against the chair, take your coat off, touch the exact spot. Oh, uh, No, <laughs> your, the pillow, the pillow on the couch. Yeah. yeah flip the pillow over. Yeah. Bam. And then fuck it. Fuck the pillow. Well, if also... I, no, not. Don't fuck the pillow. Well, how long? Don't fart on the pillow. I'm gonna either. find out how long it lives on a surface. It lives for nine days. That's nine? what I've heard. I've heard conflicting things. Nine days, and also what was the other one I heard? Who I think it's nine. Day. It's it obviously averages depending on the surface and the, and the coefficient of the surface. You know, the surface coefficient. <laughs> Big words. You feel me, dog? Dude, they're listening. They're Who's listening? The coalescence of the zeitgeist, bro. Yeah. Zeitgeist. The the search engine was listening to us. The search engine was listening to us. Yeah. What did it at? What did it say? I just said, "How long does Yay, the another coronavirus?" Viewer, another audience member. I'm like, "Oh my God, why are they?" How long does the coronavirus? <laughs> and it said, "Last on a surface." Oh my dear God! Uh, you're listening to Mutant Radio FM. We have Aaron Atkins on the phone from Chicago. Donate Pan- to a hospital or us. Pancake is here. Sam is here. I am here. We are definitely maintaining distance, but Sam did rip a huge fart that I did not smell. So mm. the poo particles are in all of our mouths. Now. I don't smell it. I was lying down and my legs were spread you open. Got dirty, so yeah. It was so it was such an airy fart. It like barely even made dirty, a yeah. it barely even made like a like one of those. If you listeners at home would like a set of the Smello Vision package from Mutiny Radio, just send it to our Venmo. Yeah, mutiny. What if you got vision. fart jardia? Fart jardia? What's that, huh? What if you got jardia from a fart, huh? What's oh, like end? an airborne form of jardia? You know, you could. Yeah, you that's could, an interesting concept. You could definitely get fart pink jardia. eye. I think you could get pink eye from a fart for yeah, sure. Yeah, my homie made his dog blind from farting on it so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. It's really mean, but the qual the they quantity just kept farting on it, dude. Jesus. I've I always tried to write a joke, but it never worked about. How much actual shit little sisters have eaten because their big brothers like, you know, Dutch oven them it and gets, fart in their mouths. Yeah, but with the advent of ass eating, like, fart chart, yeah. f- fart, with the advent of ass eating, though, it's, it's a little sexual to shove your little sister's nose in your anus and then, you know, pull the trigger. Like, it's, it's just, it's like dry humping for ass eating. Wow. So it makes it kind of incestual. Before the days of ass eating, like in the 80s and 90s, you could just ram your little sister's face directly <laughs> in between your ass cheeks. So much so that she couldn't even breathe. And then fill all the air that she could breathe just with fart. And then she inhales it because she has no other choice. She's going to suffocate. You know, and that's and that's how you end up in a mental hospital if you're a little, little sister. Little sister, yeah, but that's the question it really comes down to. 
how much actual shit do you eat if you're a, if you're a younger sibling? Okay, so coronavirus can survive on a surface for up to 24 hours. Oh, Bullshit. all right. That's not true. I don't. I don't believe any. Everything is. That fake was the New York Times. Oh, two hours ago. Okay. With a revision. All right. Maybe I'll believe it. God Probably not that bad. So this is this thing's a, this thing's a lot better than we thought. It's not just lurking, always. Lurking. Right, we can't talk about Juries it. Juries don't like the word lurking. Our oh, no, <laughs> cough, luring, luring, luring or lurking. That's a sidebar. Our cough. Oh. Oh, jeez. Our cough will linger in the air, aloft, for six feet, twenty seconds. Before it sinks, before it's it, we coughed it into the air, particles into the oh, air. Oh, he left us. We lost him. I. We lost Aaron. We bored him. We bored him to death. We bored him. Yeah, maybe with the ass. Sorry, probably that maybe the ass eating. Ass eating. I can't believe I you weren't vibing with that, Aaron. If you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. I've never eaten ass. Maybe his girlfriend. There's all kinds of things that could have happened. Can I use a lifeline? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to make a poll on uh, Instagram and, and give him some options. And then I can call someone. I can uh, call you. No. <laughs> okay. I can call. We can call somebody. Yeah, you know, you can always plug into that external cord four, too, and play a phone call. Let's see if some celebrities, like... Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. We don't have to. Celebrities numbers leaked. Twenty twenty. Oh about my that? god! You want to call? Let's call Keanu. Keanu Reeves. His number was just leaked. <laughs> you can plug it in. I can't. No, I have a. I have a Google phone. Oh, dead air. No, well, there's music. I can hear it. So it's behind us. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. Give us a call, 415-550-0511. We are live on the air. We are here maintaining social distancing. We're all stand-up comics. You can be listening on our app. We've got a lot of fruit here, and you shouldn't come here. But, but you should citrus. call. Citrus 415-550-0511. But uh, yeah, we're a media outlet, so we're essential. So tell us why you're essential. What's essentially keeping you alive right now? Check the uh, the chats. Twitch? Chats? The what? The chats on Facebook. I don't have the chats. No, nothing's ding-dinged for me. So. Oh, it would ding-ding for you? Yeah. Nope. Nothing. Nothing? Um. Yeah, Sha- Shane Kenny said, the line is busy. And it's like, well, Aaron Atkins was on. That's the thing about our landline. It only has one. Yeah, I mean, we have a landline. That's exciting for the apocalypse. We could call somebody I know, but I don't. Another ass blast. You can, Sam? if I mean, Sam, you make all your own choices as an adult. You can fart anywhere you want. Don't put the ass blast. I like I said, no sense of taste or smell, so can't even I, 
even conceptualize anymore what farts used to be like. Oh, it'll be so exciting if I get my sense of smell back and the very first fart I smell, I'll be like, oh my God, I can smell something. <laughs> it'll be so exciting. You'll be already be smelling at that point. Well, I, I... Life. The earth. Who knows when it comes back. Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. We're here. I wish I was more queer. That would make me cooler, probably. Um, you gonna fix your microphone, or are you just gonna keep it all however you want? You know, I have a problem with San Francisco. I feel like they just fill the the apartments with lights, and they they turn them on and off when they should be on and off to make it look like the city's still full of people. So no one's really no one's really there. In some places, yeah. And then they just let people move out, and they keep it looking like it's full, and then they let the last person move out, and then they can do whatever they want with the building. Um, but that's still, like, working with, like, the, the people and the land that they You've have. You've lost me. Uh, developers that yeah. want to do something with the land property the lot i'm talking about octavia and market they're gonna octavia market? yeah you know that area i feel th there's yeah, still christmas the lights up yeah That's where the highway is. yeah the christmas lights are still up in an apartment just off of octavia on market <laughs> and so? why haven't they taken it down it's, it's the it's the it's end nice. of February. It's the beginning of March. Yeah, I mean, one time I kept a um, I made a gingerbread house and I kept it until June, because it it didn't fall apart. It just got harder with it. It was so fun. I loved that gingerbread house. But that's on the inside of the house. It was on the inside of the house. Yes. You didn't have Christmas lights on the, on your windowsill. I suppose that leaving Christmas lights up is a waste of energy because there's no nest there's no reason to have all that extra electricity going through anything, but mm -hmm. I don't know why why put them up and take them down. It seems like a lot of extra work for no reason. Well, you got to put oh, in Oh. Look, put he's in just effort. trying. He's trying so hard to get comfortable. You know what, Pam? I need to grow the largest work ethic anyone in my generation has ever had you can do it so i can be one of these fat cats up in the uh, ivory tower you're off mic <laughs> tell them what we you said something about work ethic pills they sell at gas stations oh for my uh genitalia no for work ethic they do that now? No way, dude. I think they also call it yerba mate. Is that five hour energy? What is that? Yeah, five hour energy. <laughs> um, let's take some some uh, photos for the gram with these masks on. Day two into the corona. Day two, day two, day two into the corona. I'm, I'm okay with that. We're here at Mutiny Radio. I'm not putting a mask on. Just for a photo? I'm not a putting photo. a mask on. 
You can take one from the it's middle. Symbolic for Pam. It's symbolic. Yeah, it's it's symbolic. Exactly. It's the, the symbolism of not giving in. You know when I got the these masks, I bought them when there was a for fire. Seven hundred dollars. I bought them when there was a fire. Remember? Yeah, I do in Santa Rosa. There yeah. were two of them. There was one one year, and then there was another the other year. And you're like, why would there be two fires in Santa Rosa? I mean, like, oh, have maybe it has to do with PG and E, and then it did. Yeah. But then they covered it up. Oh, well, PG and E has been paying enough for what they did with San Bruno. Well, PG and E is a monopoly, and I, I thought. What did they do with San Bruno? Can you talk into the mic? There was a um. There was an explosion, an underground explosion in San Bruno. Yeah, gas leak. A lot of people died. I think it was like t 25, 50. I don't want to say. Yeah, we don't want to spread, spread fake news. At least 15, I think. And then the animals that may have lived in the houses. Oh. Yeah. But it was a sudden eruption. You know, it went up like a powder keg. So I believe it was, sorry, I believe it was uh, painless. PG&E, though, is a monopoly, and it's silly that we're allowed to have monopolies. Uh, What's wrong with you, Sam? Is his, his back hurting? He's just gonna. He's just gonna moan. He's just gonna do soft little bear sounds into the microphone. Some new ASMR. It's like hibernation channel or something you know he's gonna make sexy bear sounds into a microphone <laughs> 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 gotta do it into the microphone for it to work <laughs> I need a liquid for this <laughs> you want you want uh, some plastic water Plastic water bug. You hear it. It's afraid of all the, the food running out. We've got a we got a hoard here. Bring your Don't come here. Call in 415-550-0511. Do you have butter? Not on me, no. They were probably Why would I have butter on me? I guess you that's a fine question. Because you said <laughs> to, to have it last time. Yeah, I was supposed to it's on my hand. I'm supposed to pick it up. And he brought it. He brought the bread himself. So he... This is my bread from yesterday. You wouldn't know to bring oh, the butter today. Is that, is that my pot bread? Oh, that's exciting. That's really exciting. I'm going to open one of these three fortune cookies, and I'm going to see if it has anything to do with what's happening. No, right they now. all have the same fortune. They're from Bernicia. Oh. And they say, you have STD, get tested. Oh, jeez. <laughs> let him do it. Whoa. <laughs> I am sorry, I lifted suck. the veil. That was because <laughs> then he would have opened one and it would mill him. That's weird. I have an STD. Yeah, so that seems too. That seems too strange. Let me open another one. And Sam see needs to do stand up so badly that he's in the. And then he would open the second one. Created his own stage. He would open the second one. Studio. He would open the second one. I have an STD. Oh shit! Now it's really real. He's right. I would have described that exact scenario. He's created his own stage in the studio. He's got he's got great lighting. That's he's chosen great lighting. Oh, let me take a picture. And he's of that. doing stand up. That seems that seems a little far fetched. Let me ask you guys a question. Have you ever <laughs> you ever been walking, right? Tell me about it. Like walking down the street. <laughs> Wait, it's not just about walking. And then you fart, right? <laughs> and then 
You can't you can't get a sense of how your fart smelled because you're walking faster than your fart. <laughs> so you turn back around, you start walking the other way to get a good sniff at it. You know, act like you forgot something. You pat in your palm. Oh, shit, what, what did I forget? But then you realize you walked too too far past the <laughs> fart to even smell the fart in the first place. So you gotta act like, oh, you found I found it. What I was missing. Walk back in the other location, and then finally you can get a sniff. But it's all in vain because. You've stirred up the air too much. <laughs> you know? You can't get the full smell profile. I mean, everyone else on the bus can get it, but... But... You guys never experienced that? I've been there. I've I, been miss, there. I miss As the a man. smell. Yes. I miss the smell of my own farts very much. I do. I miss that. I will say. When they were meaty. Okay, I got oh, you. I got a compliment. I got a compliment on your punchline of my joke. So I, it's officially switching. Sweet. Yeah, so thank you. You are officially in my set, Pancake. I'm officially a joke writer. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's in my set, too. He gave me the tits thing. There's a couple things I used that you gave me. And the... I don't think you ever use this, but when you you're like... When you tell a story about what would happen if you never got that baby aborted and he lived... And you died at 17 of a heroin overdose. Oh, right, right, right. And you right. find some silver lining in it. The silver lining could be, he's an organ donor and I needed a new liver. So it ended up not working oh, out that you've bad. You've never told me that before. That's a really yeah, good Yeah, time. I told you that a punch. But, uh, I, remember, I remember him telling you that. I, was, I, was it back when I was still drinking? Yes. Yeah, you, you had an IPA. Oh, okay. So, and I wouldn't, maybe I don't remember. I, did I not write it down? I'm such a jerk. You liked it at the time, I remember. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I do like that. I will I know, get my notebook and write it down. It's times like these. 17 year old, 17 year late term abortion. But it was an organ donor. Mm. I need a new liver. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Done the, and done. The island with Ewan McGregor. Can't say it that seriously, though. I can say it anyway. Don't don't use it. your podcast voice. I can say it any way I want to say it, Sam. No, I, I think I'm taking over this bit. I think I'm gonna write it for you. Are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna take over the joke that I've already written and just mm-hmm. give me. But you, you probably just before read I the even started stand up, you wrote that. Oh, I wrote that 17 year late term abortion joke like five years ago, and I wasn't funny enough to make it work. And then two years ago, I just started being like, I was looking through old notebooks, and I found that joke, and I was like, holy fuck. And I, I was funny enough to make it funny, and now it's it's thing. But now it just got a new tag, so thank you. Nice. Yeah. Joke workshop. I know. Even house. even mm-hmm. even I have things comedy. to learn. No, I have so many things to learn. I've been and I've been working harder lately. So these motherfuckers is gonna get stale out here. Not the bread, but the comedians. Yeah. Of the bay. Yeah. If they don't come in. Yeah. You know. Three little lights. You know what I believe after this? I've been hearing so much that. Uh, that comedy is going to die after, you know, during this whole uh, crisis that we're having. But I, I think it, it, we're going to have a, a resurgence in our uh, entertainment, you know. Uh, pe- people are going to want to go out. Yeah. Right yeah, they're going to understand what they've been missing. They're going to go to Disneyland. They're going to go out to yeah, live sure. entertainment. They're going to... This is the year of the arts. Strip clubs, too. I can't believe strip that clubs. It, they're staying open. A lot of strip clubs are actually staying open. Yeah, because they're theaters. They're, oh. Yeah. Oh, there's what? I don't think I don't think they they, they say, But now. a few days ago, when they canceled bars, that they they hadn't canceled theaters by that point. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. But now they. Mark Neuer p- pointed that out to me. Yeah. It's like the biggest place to start with. 
closing down. No, no, I mean, not at all, because there's distance. <laughs> not there's, in a lap dance, there's not. No, not in a lap dance, but when they're on the stage, there's distance. Obviously, <laughs> you just have to shut down the lap dance. Imagine twerking on someone in a biohazard suit. <laughs> <laughs> right show, me, show me that ass, and you got to move the biohazard suit where the face, the clear part See, of the face I is. I thought I needed stage time, but Sam really, really, <laughs> really, really needs it. He's like... He's like a little fiend. He's like a little, he's like a little heroin addict. He's no. No. Were we talking about movie sing, theaters, live theaters, both live theater, movie All theater? All theaters now. Nobody. We're we're not supposed to group in like more than, at least what we learned that there was one country. They said five people. We're under five right now. We're fine. When did we? What did oh, we do? that's my that's my boy back now. Oh. That's Benny Bags of Shit. Okay, there he is. Hi. Hi, caller. You're Hello. on the air. Hello. Hey, Bags. This is this is my friend Ben. Hello. Benny Bagnell from college. We were in the same fraternity together. This is the big reveal for the, for that I was in a fraternity. You're with, Benny, you're with me, Pam, the radio the owner of this radio station, and Pancake. What's up, Pam? Hey, how you doing? Bags? His name is Bags. Yeah, yeah Bags yeah, of Shit, we called bags. him. You can call me Anatoly Karpov. You can call me Daddy Aoli. Daddy Aoli. Daddy Aoli was a real nickname. Daddy Aoli. You like mayonnaise? You're the main Uh, mayonnaise? Aoli is not mayonnaise. Yes, it is. It's homemade mayonnaise. It's a form of mayonnaise. It's a form of mayonnaise. It's got herbs and spices in it and stuff, I think. He's the main mayonnaise. It's fancy. Sam, I'm interested. Are you allowed to say that you're in a fraternity? Uh, Being a a comedian in San Francisco? Oh, I've taken shit for it for certain. Is that kosher? Yeah, I've I've told a few people about the uh the the hot sauce and the balls, the ookie cookie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, God, I, I feel like an ookie cookie might be even better than that. The, yeah. the hot sauce and the balls is a little, a little light, a little soft. Yeah, remember uh, I was telling you guys about that. True stories. Yeah. I didn't know that was hazing. I thought that was just. No oh, one's using the word hazing. It's just we were out. forced to put hot sauce on our nuts. <laughs> Ah, that was just a Tuesday. Oh, no, you were in a pledge. No one is using the word hazing. And they're not saying any specific things, so they're not incriminating their brethren. So no worries. But you are, uh, thanks for calling in to MutinyRadio.fm in San Francisco. Where are you calling from? Of course. Uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia. Yeah. Wow. The Windy City. (laughs) We had Chicago call earlier, too. Yeah, close. Yeah. Uh, what's up? What we got? I I was I was uh, the podcast. The podcast we're doing right about? now. The the theme of it is don't talk about coronavirus. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I don't need. I don't want to hear the word. I'm so sick of it already. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's the only uh, d- uh, disease that you can spread just by saying it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> spreading the mind. The the the. Oh, okay, mind that burn. joke might go viral. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, we're just we're just hanging out here in the studio, keeping our social distance. So tell us anything other that we just we anything other than the Lord Voldemort in the room. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I was gonna ask, are you guys six feet apart? But then I bit my tongue. We- um. Let's see. What have I been reading recently? Okay. So um. I recently had this thing. So. My so I have my friend right so this this is somewhat related to the uh, to the whole coronavirus thing but not really um, so he's shipping so I have like a bunch of stuff in North Carolina I have an apartment in North Carolina that I was living in I had to relocate to here 
So I have my buddy going to my apartment. He basically broke in by climbing through a second-story window. Who was it? Um, Why did nice. you break into your apartment? To, to, like, pack up some, some of my clothes and stuff and, and ship it to me. In North Carolina? Yeah, this was Bernstein. Oh, Jesus. You can't ask yeah. him to break into some how, place. Call the cops. How he climbed up into a second-story window is beyond me. It probably took him two um, hours like a sloth. Yeah, I mean, the, the saying that Jews can't climb, I guess, is not true. Um... I have heard that saying. I know. Yeah, I've heard the that Jews saying. can't it's climb. It's a thing. I thought there's actually a plant called a climbing Jew. Whoa. There's like, a, <laughs> is it there? The climbing. Now you're just <laughs> being anti-Semitic, <laughs> that's, 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 that's an ironic <laughs> plant. That's a, that's a, that's a, yeah. Um, okay, sorry. Anyway. So your friend breaks into your house in a town that you're not to send you clothes. Yeah. Okay. On my request. On my request, oh, I asked God. him to do this. Um. Which was fine. I didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't catch any heat from my neighbors or anything. They didn't give me any. Sh- I can curse, right? That's yes, okay. you can Have swear. We're we are FCC free. You dude. can you can fuck swear all day long. Okay. Uh, cool. Um. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I didn't catch any shit from any of my neighbors. Um. So that's good. Anyway, he um he has the gall, the the absolute gall to then send me a picture, of him sitting on my couch, uh, bare naked, just bare ass, only a t-shirt on. Sitting on my couch. Shirt cocking. And he thinks it's, Shirt cocking. And he thinks it's funny. He thinks it's funny. That is funny. That is funny. It's, it's kind of funny, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, I'm not going to be in that apartment for, I don't know, two, three months now. Who knows, right? Uh, and there's just going to be like just, just just another man's bare ass in Yeah, it's going to fester. Couch. It's going to grow its own microbiome, and it's, it's not going to recognize your bare dust, ass the, the next time you do it. To, the dust is going to collect in the crevice that his that – he didn't take a shit bear. on your couch. He might have farted on your couch. It's funny that you're mad about this. That's what's funny about it. I'm, I am so upset. And the thing is, like, if I did it to someone else, it would be hysterical. But the fact that it was done unto me uh, is, is just is, is mortifying. What was so, so important about these clothes? Um, I just don't have any clothes. Oh, okay. I'm, like, back at my parents' house. And oh. So like, his, favorite, his favorite T-shirt from a basketball tournament in 2010 was missing. Well, I'm yeah, sure that that's, that's, that's actually at his parents' house. Like that's where that's hidden. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't know Benny Bagnell. No, I have He no, keeps them in the rotation. Okay. They are not on injured reserve. Well, Pam, you're not wrong. Those are kind of the only things I've been wearing. So right, that's the thing. When you go visit your parents' house and you don't have any your own clothes, there's just all this stuff from like weird old years past, and you're like, oh my god, that what is? Why are you even keeping this kind of stuff? I don't know. I haven't. Yeah. I, I'm wearing like eighth grade graduation T-shirts and yeah. old gym class shorts. It's it's not fun. Right. So so now you're bags. You get you getting any pussy with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the eighth no, grade basketball I, I'm, shorts. No, I'm preparing for a dry streak for for the ages. Hey, you know there's a comic in San Francisco now that only goes by Will Brown because I introduced him as Will Brown one time. And it was his first. It was his first time doing comedy. It was comedy. his first time doing comedy. And I didn't know who the fuck he was, so I was like, eh, "It's Will Brown, everybody." And now his stage name is Will Brown. Every time he goes up, that's great. Yeah. Have you Have you learned his real name, or is he just no, Will Brown? No, literally no. He's Will Brown. Okay, that kind of scares me. This guy's trying to escape something. This guy committed a murder. No, he used no. to shoot gay porn. No, dead no, ass. No, he used to shoot gay porn. It, he um. He actually, right before the festival, he was like, he gave me his real name and his contact info, and he said, if there's like a nerdy comedian who needs a place to stay, I happen, I happen to have two apartments right now, and I can help the, I can help a person out, and so I um, had have that contact. 
I would I would shoot a gay porn with that guy for an apartment I in the city right now. You gave you me the me? look like, why didn't you tell me? I don't have to tell you everything. I can so convenient. It's so convenient. <laughs> you give me the... like, I'll go gay. I'll do, I would go gay for an apartment in the city. Uh, we all make choices. How That's great. long? How long would you do? do like that? five minutes max. At I can time. make I can make another man come in five month? minutes. Five minutes a month? No, one time single offer fixed cost, not a variable cost. You feel me on that Go. econ joke, bags? I got that. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> You'd only go gay for five minutes. That's a, that's not a very good like exchange, though. That I'd also do it for once. the for that for then on, I'd refer to myself as bisexual, so I could get booked on shows. <laughs> See, now that's a good idea. That makes sense. I got mad at someone once because um, they were on an underwear show, and I didn't feel like they were really wearing their underwear. And I was like, I wouldn't go on a gay show and say that I was gay. You have done that. I've seen you do that. Wait, what's an underwear show? Are when you, you only <laughs> perform in your underwear. And so a girl I was wearing a girl was wearing a uh, bra underneath her like wife beater top, and she was wearing boxers. And I said, you are not – this is an underwear show, and you are not wearing underwear. I don't think that you should be able to perform. That's not fair. You should have to take off your T-shirt or take off the bra. Because it's just not fair. What's the you, idea behind that? You just like bear it all, and you, you just... yeah, tell jokes in your underwear. That's it. Huh. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> I like that. You <laughs> confronted her on that? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. She actually has a Netflix special now. So <laughs> anyway, that was. Oh, that was that was different. That's not a famous person. This is a person who's famous now. But I'm not going to name drop because I don't want to air my I, my. You don't want to plug them because they didn't wear their fucking boxers that time. <laughs> Fuck they don't deserve the extra fans. Oh, they already have enough. Uh, so what does your bags friend do? What do you do? He's in school. You tell him. Yeah, I'm still in school. Oh. Uh, I think I'm in year six now. So cool. I got I got like two more months, and uh, and then I'll be done. He's the last one uh, in our pledge class crossed. to graduate besides me. Yeah. I'm dead last in it. Ah. Right? Yeah, I think so. Did Bernie graduate? He did. Wow. With a degree in being a fucking chode. <laughs> <laughs> Is that uh, a, that's, a, that's a DC? I mean, I've heard of a BA, but... A degree in chode? A degree in chode, sure. A BADC. Oh. ABC. Well, dude, wait. I think I just found some cross country skis that someone put out on the trash thing. I'm taking these. I found golf clubs. I found golf clubs in San Francisco. A full set strewn about a street up in Pacific Heights. Someone had a bad morning. No, it was like, it, it honestly. Fuck, it, it, I never played golf again. God damn it. It was either, yeah, it was either that or, but it bore the resemblance of like an, a girlfriend who had just found out her boyfriend was cheating on him and she oh. just tossed the clubs out of the second story window. No. Tenderloin yard sale. And I took them. I took oh. the clubs. They're actually in here. They're in the studio. You're the one who, I thought the, I thought those that Zach Wiseman brought those. No, those are mine. your, you, yeah. that's, a, that's your shit you're leaving here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, oh, that's your shit. Yeah, that's my shit. Yeah, Sam, watch <laughs> out. Pyam, watch out. He's like a parasite. <laughs> well, no, it's just that I hate it when people leave their shit in. in my place. It's and a good <laughs> spot. It was like tucked away. Uh, no, I am. So is it? And it's great when all kinds. You're gonna just, thank me when the zombies come, no, Pam, and we're bashing their fucking heads off. But, with but my I, that's what I was hoping iron. they were. That's what I was hoping they were there for. But when that's the thing is, you're just one person. But what if some other one person goes, "Well, I'm gonna store this here," and then some other one person says, "I'm gonna store this." So yeah, there's ten one people all storing. An answer. And ten people's shit is no good. Ten people's shit is ten free things for you. I don't want your free things, 
those people give me books, and I'm like, I don't want these books. I go put them on the corner of the street. The those are good though. The the golf clubs are useful for the zombie apocalypse. I've been so leaving them here? here too. What'd you leave here? I, I I've been leaving dollar bills. Oh, dollar bills are great. Here. Yes, please leave dollar bills. That's great. I uh, love that. Okay. That's uh, fine. I could take them back. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no! Don't take those back, please. Uh, yeah. So there we go. But so no he's joke. gonna graduate two months, huh? Mm-hmm. Even fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Well, I mean, the whole, are you gonna graduate even with the the Voldemort? What's going around? Dude, I mean, I, I it it seems like a, I don't know. Maybe it, they might do like a virtual thing, so I might have to make like a sin character, <laughs> walk him across the stage like a virtual stage. We'll see. Oh my god! Oh, that'd be crazy if there, if there was virtual graduation. Dude, I wish. You could probably get a good uh, commencement speaker there. if they agreed to do it virtually. Right? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. could get you could get Tupac. You could get you, virtual Tupac. Yeah. To give yeah, your yeah. Like commencement speech. Whoever the gorillas are, let's just have the gorillas, the band. Oh, yeah. that's great. Or MF yeah. Doom yeah. bags. MF it's Doom. It's so funny because we're playing them in the background. And did you know Wait, that? Wait, MF Doom's a real person, Sam. Yeah, but he wears the mask all the time. Yeah. MF he? Doom and Dane. How, that, that's a that's a remix. There's a joke yeah. there somewhere. There's something there. Are you? Do you do stand up? Comp- did was Sam funny in college? Uh, Sam was funny in college. Did he do um, Did he do hooligan co- things? Did he break things for no reason and put co- stickers on constantly. things that he shouldn't? Constantly. He was making a constantly. scene at lots the of, restaurant. Lots of hijinks. Lots of there was a whole lot of hijinks going on for sure. Coughing and throwing up in front of strangers to oh, scare I made, them. Oh, I'll the send city. you this video, bags. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think you sent that to me earlier. Yeah, but now you can keep it forever. Okay, well, because you just like Snapchatted that. it earlier, so it would only last for ten seconds. Yeah. Yeah, did they give you the dirtiest look in the world? Oh, uh, they, their pants were shit, but I also got out of there pretty quickly because it was right outside of a drop. Like a yesterday, yesterday somebody told me that coughing is like the new N word, and I and I and Whoa. I felt like that's very true. Yeah, I believe I, it. Yeah, in these times that we were living in. Yeah. So if you cough. <laughs> he mentioned it. Every time he met anybody mentions it, I'm gonna honk the horn. Do you have assignments to complete? Oh, is that what we're doing? Okay, I was wondering. Well, we are Pam now. I have horn. a horn. She I have... does it when there's one minute left in someone's set. Yeah, it's a thing because it's radio and we do stand-up and a lot of the programs I run are more learning-based. I honk a horn at a minute so people know what a minute feels like so they can't run. Because running the light is a huge problem for a beginning comedian and especially the first time they go up at the punchline, if they run the light, it is going to be You're so fucked. long before they get up a second time. They do not want you to run the light on your first time. That's interesting. Have you cut people off like 15 seconds before they hit their line? I would and, never like, cut a- anybody off, but later I'll tell them, uh, like, be like, lay, listen to your set and see how long you ran the light. Or it's just important to know what a minute feels like. Because a lot of people like hear the horn or they'll get the minute light and they'll just wrap it up really quickly and they'll do like 15 seconds. But it's like, and that just you totally w- ruins the bit. Well, it can, or you just have to figure out. Like, I have a trick. Whenever I get the light, I, I know exactly what two jokes are a minute. Like, and I just close it out with those two jokes, and that's just the way I roll. But, you know, there's all kinds of – it's just sometimes the problem is that people want to end on a laugh. And if you don't know what joke you're going to end on and you have a minute left and you're trying to wrap something up and you're trying to make them laugh and they don't laugh, you want to end on a laugh, so you try to tell them something again to make them laugh. But now you're running the light, and it gets like, oh, no, no. And you're, like, digging yourself a hole <laughs> that you can't get out of. See, okay, okay. Yeah, anyway. I think I would just fart into the mic if I ever got into that situation. I panicked, and I was trying to end on a laugh. 
fart on, fart into the mic. Yeah. Yeah, you just rip one off real quick, and then there was a girl who could queef. There there was a girl who could queef on command, and she used to do it at the brainwash, and she'd get up on the, she'd get up on the (laughs) counter, and she'd queef, and she'd put the microphone there, and she's like, that would be a thing. It was part of her set. It was very funny. Everybody knew her for it. And she died from it? No. There, uh, you can't die from queefing. She just Does she still do that act like five years she later? Moved, well, <laughs> she was only here for the summer because she was in school in, in New York. And I think she still lives in New York and still does comedy. She was out here again for a while and she was doing shows with Zach Wiseman. But that he's kind of disappeared now too. So anyway. So what are you going to do after you graduate, Mr. Bags? I have zero plans. I was actually talking with Sam about that today. I'd like to come out west. I've, I've been on the East Coast my entire life. I'd like to switch things up a little bit. Yeah, he's thinking about coming to SF. We already got one. Harry's coming out here. He is. Yeah. He is. I can't, our, I can't live with him. Seattle though, dude. is also painful. Our, our ex-mayor our ex <laughs> ex who died said, um, hey, if you're not going to make $80,000, please don't move to San Francisco. That's what Ed Lee said. <laughs> Ed Lee said I'm that. I'm not going to be making $80,000. Ed Lee said that, that um, about... He said that in like 2015. He said, "If you don't make eighty thousand dollars, please don't move to San Francisco. You can't afford to be here." What fuck the fuck? Yeah, right. I know, and I'm living here for so much less. But yeah, it, it's really it's expensive here. Is the point? And who knows what's gonna happen with the, the comedies? <laughs> no, with the thing I'm that he, oh. he should not be named. Who yeah. knows what's gonna yeah. happen? How can anybody make money? I. Yeah, it was. Going to be all sorts of new industries that are going to pop up. Uh, streaming, Twitch, video games, yeah. all that jazz. Right. We're definitely going to move in that direction, I think. And it's going to make people a lot more antisocial. And then when the, this whole thing's done with, they're going to be like, I kind of liked when I was at home all the time. Just going to turn into a big Black Mirror episode. Well, yeah, this well, is the beginning of um, it's the Wally already. Movie. This is like the pre-Wally, like before the Wally movie happens, when the humans oh, are 100%. just starting. One hundred percent. I've already. I think I've already gained like twelve pounds because I'm just eating all day. Because you're just sitting. Yeah. Yeah, you're just sitting. You have nothing else to do. You're just bored, so you eat. <laughs> are you not going outside? Uh, well, actually, I'm outside right now. This is the first time I'm going outside in two days. Oh, good for you. Damn. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. No. You playing any golf? Are the are the clubs still open? Ah, uh, I I'm sure they are. They should be because you definitely yeah, have social distance. Yeah, you distance definitely have social distance <laughs> when you when you're playing. <laughs> Especially if you're chipping them into the rough. It's a rich um, man's you'd sport. Think, you'd think, but people just aren't aren't smart, and everyone's bugging. So I don't know. Rushing. I'm to kind the of beaches. I'm kind of into the whole uh, uh, virus thing. I, I, I've been saying for a while now we need to like we need to we need a good purge. I mean this isn't like a new thought or just anything. Just thin the but population out. Yeah, exactly. Just like if we out. just cut off like the oldest thirty percent, I don't know how old you guys are, but we just like slice off the top thirty percent. That's so good much for everyone. Shit. It would solve so well, much. Well and shit. I was saying I was saying Sam today that when everybody's parents die, a lot of people will be happy because they'll get so much money. They'll be inheriting houses and cars and I mean the stocks that they had are obviously in the shitter, but everything else they get after they die is pretty nice. I mean I'm I'm screwed because my parents already sent a letter to me and said they reversed mortgaged everything so they could go on this 
a cruise to Greece for like a month and a half, which they already did, which was great. Oh, yeah. And good for them. Absolutely. I'm 100% down with that, that they reverse mortgage things. Or like, And they were like, Pam, Pamela, you're not going to get anything. And I was like, yeah, 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 great. Spend all your money. You earned all your money. I don't fucking want your money. I'm a Marxist. I don't believe in passing things down from generation <laughs> to generation. Fucking use it. Go to Greece. It's a fun place. So, but all the other people will be so stoked because all their people over 70 that had all the money and all the shit are going to be like, oh, look, I got a new Victorian home on fucking Folsom Street. You have no resentment towards these people? None? Uh, have you? How long have you been? Little, I have resentment toward everybody. Who's <laughs> but that's cheating no, blindly, the way it's being dispensed. We don't know who's going to get hit, you know? This you know, not good. Not a good. weird, a weird thing that's fucking California's economy right now is the fact that if if your parents pass you down a house, you still pay the same property tax on it that then your that your parents did. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't like refresh. So if your parents bought a house in like 1990 and you're paying 1990 property taxes and they give you that house, if, even if it's in San Francisco or wherever, you still pay the 1990 property taxes. Isn't that if like, it's passed like, uh, down through parents, maybe not the 1990 property taxes, but. But well, I, no, but it's I, when you. Lock I think you in, when you lock in your mortgage, you that's you. That's when they. That's when you do it. Well, it, th- then, but I think the rates are determined based on the original mortgage, and most like if your parents. Like Prop Thirteen, that was a California thing. Prop Thirteen made it so that the property taxes didn't go up at certain times in it. Yeah. Like to help all the people who already had. But it's fucked because California is generating like not as much property tax revenue as they could be. Right. I thought Prop Thirteen was weed. No, that was 69. <laughs> I don't remember all the numbers, but I remember Prop 13 when I was little had something to do with property taxes. Uh. And, um, well, no, I just, rich, rich people passing things down to rich people. That's, that's how everyone will be super happy and they'll have all that stuff. Yay. Those people aren't going to be affected by this thing. They're going to be indoors, locked in a hyperbolic bubble. Uh, no, um, not hyperbolic. <laughs> yeah, I like hyperbolic bubble. That's actually a good band name, hyperbolic <laughs> bubble. <laughs> I like it. That's a good one. You know, it was a, it was a hyperbolic slip. echo bubble. Hi- hyperbolic echo chamber. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like so that. So, what are you gonna do? You don't know. You have no idea what you're gonna do after you get your big degree that you've worked on for six years. You have no. Yeah, I really have like zero plans. I don't know what I want to do. I don't really have any grand ambitions. Um, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to feel guilty about that, but you know, I'm just kind of, we'll figure it out. It's okay. You're, yeah. Like there's nothing, there's no burning desire of something that you're like, okay, this, this no, is finally it. done. I want to do like. <laughs> Benny Bagnell in, in college, Benny Bagnell in college had a startup called Espreto which was caffeinated peanut butter. <laughs> and he tried to get it in, to launch with, with, it was from an, yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah, well, it wasn't peanut butter. It was, uh, <laughs> it, it was basically like caffeinated, uh, spreadable, like dates. Dates? Um, so it was sweet. Yeah. Oh. So it was what? It was sweet, like dates. I gotcha. You know, it's supposed to be sweet, but it wasn't sweet. It tasted like shit, and that's why I didn't really oh. take off. When, in college, um, when I didn't have money, we used to take coffee grounds and put it in vanilla yogurt and just eat it straight because we didn't have time to make actual coffee. So we did just, I get you buzzed? Did you get like Yeah, absolutely, because you're just eating coffee. <laughs> that's fucked. That does not seem like it's good for your stomach. No, of course not. But your you, got, you got caffeine and it worked out. Just just mixing stale milk and coffee grinds. Pan- nice. Pancake over here, Bags, wants to steal Tom Brady's poop. 
because he wants to gain access to his microbiome. I like that plan. Yeah. That's like that's like right out of the movie Ted. They're Ted too. Oh really? Why? They yeah. Do they steal they Tom Brady's sh- poop? No, they steal his semen. Oh, oh yeah. that's like my joke. Yeah, Pam. Pam saying. I was saying that Tom Brady should have quit the Patriots long ago and just been jizzing into a cup so that we could make a billion like Tom Brady's. Like a Kentucky Brady's. Derby horse, like Barbara. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah like, like fucking that. taking it and sending it out to all the women. Like, there's got to be the next president in that ball sack. There's some NASA scientist in there. There's probably a couple more football players. There's some. There's 30, definitely some. Thirty child molesters. Some supermodels. Yeah. Definitely a child molester or two. I mean, I just because you're talking kids. about just the <laughs> cross section of every Tom Brady baby. I mean, there's gonna be some weird shit in there. What's good with What's good with Brady leaving? What's your take on this? Well, I I, I hate Tom Brady with a, with a burning passion in everything New England sports. Um, so. Good? Is know. that it? Is it just gonna, good? I think he's going to move out your way. I think he's going to go to L.A. L.A. or um, S.F.? Is he... L.A. or Tampa Bay seem to be the two What about the 49ers? Isn't he too old to keep playing, or is he already like a AI bot? He. I think it's more so that. I think he's just like indestructible at this point. He's not even a real person. He's like he's like a Tupac hologram. That's why nobody can, t- can like sack him or whatever, because he's not real. Yeah, every that, off season he just like blood dopes and and gets a new arm from some like <laughs> African child soldier and they beat it up and they put it on him and he's just a cyborg of all these bits and pieces. African child forever. soldiers do have very muscular arms. Yeah, AK-47s oh, are a heavy weapon. Big AKs all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Be- Benny, if you don't have a commencement speech given to you at the end of all this. Uh, you should lis- listen to um, Sunscreen, which is a commencement Oh, yeah, speech. uh-huh, but above all, wear sunscreen. He talks yeah. about flossing, too, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, it's that's a... Who they, gave that? It's a, it's a fun little... They put music behind it, too. It's a very popular YouTube. You can listen to it at the end of this if you want. We're um, coming it's up next. I'm sunscreen? so excited that he's here at 8 o'clock. Is Bear T of Pop-Off. He came to play oh, music and um, keep media alive here at mutinyradio.fm and for just to tell people timestamp it's um st patrick's day oh, 317 2020 we're with pancake sam carroll mr bags on the phone and we're rolling up heavy spliffs bags and uh i'm pam benjamin we're hanging out and we're we've been podcasting to try to not talk about that thing and uh yeah Keeping alive here at Media because we we found out we looked it up on the on the city. The city said it's okay for media outlets. We are essential. We're an essential business. We're an essential business is uh, enter like media, entertainment, news, whatever. This is I just want this to be news about anything except the news, fake news. We're a fake news media outlet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we get pretty close, but yeah. We we rim the we rim the truth. We don't stick our tongues in it. Guesstimate. No one wants to actually eat the truth. No one can handle the truth. No one can handle the truth. It it smells like shit. The truth. <laughs> it always is shitty. Listeners don't want to listen to the truth. Uh, clearly. They they. I want to hear some weird. I don't know. You think they'd rather listen to a description of another man eating another man's ass than li- listening to the truth, right? <laughs> or anyone. I would. Any, I would. <laughs> Don't you think the word queef should be onomatopoeic, Bags? Say that again? Don't you think the word queef should be onomatopoeic? 
Doesn't that mean that a queef would sound like like queef? Yeah, it should just sound like it should just sound like queef. Queef. No, but it doesn't. A queef doesn't sound like queef. A fart. Well, if you were to onomatopoeia queef, that would be like a. (laughs) Exactly, exactly, exactly. That we—that's what we should just exchange that word for. It'd be tough to spell it. Yeah, I agree. There's I wonder what the etymology of the word queef is. That's okay. We can we can look it up. You ever think about how much more words we'd have if we didn't have to spell them all? But we're not supposed to. There's some say that the truth of language is actually when it's pictorial, so that the the closest like language to truth would be you know the hieroglyphics or emojis. Emojis. Emojis, well. emojis work in all language. It's the same thing. Who was the kid the other day? Oh, you weren't there. It, I was on the bus, and these other skate the skateboard army was talking, and this kid was talking about like, oh, we don't have A B C D anymore. We have square, triangle, rectangle, circle, because anybody can under. I think, I think he was talking about a video game controller. Maybe, but it was it was that it was universal. It's a language that's universal because everyone has a square and everyone knows what a triangle is, but not everybody knows yeah. what an A B C or D is. And I was like, whoa, and then I was thinking of the same thing is that emojis are a language that can transcend our individual languages so you can send emojis Tower of Babel right okay I have the etymology of uh, queef. queef all right uh, it, it had a spike um, in the 1800s yeah well that was because of the food it dipped <laughs> until 1850 it had a hiccup and then it had a cough <laughs> in the uh, in the uh, 1875 era and then 1990, it dips, but then it spikes. No, not the 1900s. Sorry. That's its usage, but where did it come from? Like, oh. so etymology is the derivation of the word. Word. So, like, well, well, well Mar- Martha Washington was well known for having some terrible queefs. Yeah, that's so in the that's history books somewhere. That's got to be there. That's a little side note, maybe in italics. I would say that queef probably didn't come into existence until like 1920. The the origin it says on Google. It says 1990s, probably imitative. Huh. Imitative. Yes. So what you're saying, onomatopoeic. But yeah, it doesn't sound like queef. Maybe maybe a queef <coughs> is like a squeaky one, like queef, queef. You say it like that. Queef, 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 queef. <laughs> Obsessed. Like maybe just there were smaller vaginas back then, and just the sound had to go through a smaller tube, well, so it just made a higher pitch. That like, actually makes queef. sense because babies, people were smaller. So people I wonder if babies were smaller. Yeah, so people and malnourished because they were just eating and, corn and paste. And they, all the women were younger that were having babies, I'm True. assuming. True, smaller so vaginas, smaller, smaller vaginas, queefs. Oh, no. We're talking about above age, historically. Yeah, In this hypothetical world, Well, no, still I mean, they used to have, I mean, you could get married at 14, right? Or what's that? what was the, the age of consent in Oklahoma? You could get married at nine if your tits were big enough. <laughs> Not legally. I mean, I guess. What do you mean legal? If we're going far back enough, like as far as back as marriage goes, like where one woman's locked to another man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Newborns get, get married, no. but then oh, they well, don't. I guess well, they're promised, or whatever. they don't have yeah. sex with the newborns until they're like, you know, like toddlers at least. Oh my God! <laughs> Stop it, Sam. Okay. Just spreading misinformation. Um, Everything that comes from your face. etymology uh, of queef, a variant of Scottish and Northern English, quiff. A okay. puff of wind. That Quiff, is a, that is onomatopoeia. Quiff yeah. is onomatopoeia. Quiff. <laughs> so now you have your answer. That's not even. There's no. But there's no separate. There's no like. Os, there's no oscillation of the lips and quiff. It's just one b- exhale. It's just. Quiff. 
Quiff. Okay, you have, <laughs> you have your answer. You, you have your magical etymological quiff. answer. We have ten minutes left. To if you hold down the, the F for a long time too, it's a really long quiff. 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 There's a what? Oh, quiff. I didn't turn you on. What? Jack Kerouac? As in like the... He doesn't the, have the... You have to turn it on. The writer? I'm sorry. Oh, no. You, Benny could hear him. Oh, we could hear him. Okay. Yeah, Kerouac the writer. Yeah. I can't hear you, but he said... Was he the, was he the acid trip guy? Like the... the, the, the what do they call that group? He was saying the word quiff, and then from then on people were like, oh, that's what the, the word queef is. But I can't, I can't hear him. I can't hear him either, but I don't understand. Is that not... Okay, oh, now it's on. It's just really soft. It's just really soft. Oh. There you go. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You just got to get your mouth right in there. That's why we we got to bring our own uh, mic condoms. Yeah. Usual. So. Yeah, I was like, I'm ahead of the curve. Well, there we go. We have 10 minutes left to drop the jewels. That might not be the best microphone. I don't know which one is out there. I can't tell. They've all been moved around. Oh, no. Now I can hear you. Now I can hear you. Yesterday was the loudest one. Oh, okay. I can hear you now. <laughs> there. There we go. Ten, ten minutes, ten minutes left to, to, to drop to to run the jewels. <laughs> Might you share a bowl of chowder with somebody during this Hong Kong time? No, but I would share some chicken soup. Ch what? What about chowder? Would you share share a bowl of chowder? With who? Anyone? Yeah. With, uh, I'll, I've been giving. Anybody. I've been giving the questionably housed shorts on my cigarettes, but I'm not taking shorts from anybody else. Are you balancing the lip part like in a nice spot so that it's not ground touching, or are you like? No, I when I'm walking down the street, I hand. Oh, you them hand to them. Oh, that's that's so that's very nice of you. I don't drop them on the ground. So I don't know. <laughs> some, if there's no one around and you're like, I'm not going to smoke this whole cigarette, but I don't well, want to no, carry I it around until I can, you carry it around until you give it to someone. Well, no, people are constant. I oh, live yeah, in the tenderloin. tenderloin. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> people are constantly asking me for I my cigarettes. And so instead of giving, they say, oh, you got an extra cigarette? And I'll say, you, you can have shorts. And they're like, oh, thanks. And will they stick around and you'll smoke a cigarette and maybe talk to them for a little bit? No, it's I'm a good way to meet people, right? I'm she's finishing busy. Cigarette. I'm walking to where I'm you going. You don't need a cigarette to meet anybody in the tenderloin. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. <laughs> That's true. They talk to you, you talk back, or, or walk. Keep walking. Yeah, we're definitely meeting our neighbors, friends and neighbors on the street. I've been seeing less questionably people uh housed people because they're, they're getting tucked away now i think they're in shelters they gave them uh hotel rooms and shit yeah i think you know what honestly i don't know they could have taken him away to fema camp gavin newsom said he was planning on doing that like they were looking at 450 hotels motels whatever for questionably housed people but i don't who knows if that actually works and who i mean we've talked to Questionably housed people, they they want to stay free. Yeah, they a lot of them have dogs. There's, yeah, but there's like uh, curfews and regulations on what you can do in these places. So they're like, fuck it, I'll just stay in my cardboard shack. Maybe and if people have dogs, they can't take them places like that. So it's not fair in animals of some kind. The street folk have dogs? Of course, yeah. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a good form of protection if you live... You know, because no one's watching your shit. You either have, like, and whenever the police come to try to clean you up, like, maybe the police aren't cleaning up right now, which is nice. Maybe DPW is saying, like, oh, this isn't a necessary thing to do. But, um, if, like, if you have your 
tent, you can't leave your tent during the day. Like someone will take it away or go through and take your drugs or your meds or your clothes or whatever you have. Yeah. So if you, you know, have a dog, but then you'd have your dog with you. It's, I mean, I'm sure it's just very difficult to live on the street. I haven't done it. So the La Quinta uh, takes dogs. Well, that's good. And we'll have to make a public service. Does <laughs> Denny's take dogs? Because there's a Denny's at every La Quinta. I mean, I'd rather stay on the street than go to a La Quinta. <laughs> <laughs> now sponsoring? No, we're not sponsoring anything. So we're sponsoring spliffs, apparently. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, I'm. So you know, it's the end times. So I'm allowing us to smoke spliffs in here. Oops. Have you, so with these street people, because there's apparently tons in San Francisco, have you actually ever met a, like, a, like, a, like a homeless person out there who's like an ex-Google engineer or something like that? Yeah. That's, really? I've Stanford. I haven't met him, but I, I know a guy who does this magazine where he, he takes pictures of homeless people and then he gives the proceeds to them and he runs a, it's a magazine and he interviews this guy. He's a Stanford graduate, but he lives on the street now because he took a bunch of acid and he like doesn't want to live. Oh, house, well, I, I mean, like, That's I mean, like, not all. He, he sounds like a really intelligent guy, and I'm sure I'm butchered that. Yeah, no, I'm, I sure a, I'm sure many of them are. I have a buddy who's homeless right now, and he's addicted to heroin. And um, he was a he has a chef degree, and he's a really funny stand up comic. Very he's smart. one of the I think he's the funniest comic in San Francisco, honestly. But you know, he has a problem with heroin, and so it's really hard for him to maintain a residence, and he lives where he can live for a long time he actually liked uh. living on I mean, in golden gate park or wherever he was liking that right well because he was painting outside he's also yeah. a painter he's not just a stand-up comic and so he'd like be outside and paint and he, he kind of started doing that in las vegas a little bit and then came here and was like oh it's pretty simple it's but he wasn't a more simple here. he wasn't a google exec or anything he wasn't like you yeah. know he traded his fortune to live on the street. I think he could be. I mean, if he wanted to apply himself in that way, he could do almost anything. Yeah, I know. Heroin's a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it fucks you up. I know um, Berkeley students who constantly come out of there and go homeless. Oh. Because they're trying to make it where they graduated, right? But... And they don't want to go back home, you know, independence and all that. The American dream. And then live on the street with, sure. In a car, in the parking lot of the university they graduated from. Some people say that you can't be a real stand-up comic unless you've lived in your car for a while. Oh. Oh, I've, I've done that. Yeah. Check that one I believe off. that. Check yeah. that one off the I list. I had the nicest car probably. Oh, well, you had a van. <laughs> the yeah, van. you lived in the van. It was, it was luxurious. Lucky. It's pretty big. I live in a sports car. <laughs> it was, that was. It, why did you stop doing the van thing? I, uh, I started taking too many shits because I had to eat. I had to eat more to supplement my calories that I'm burning. Ah. Uh, so just the shit frequency went up, and you know, it was mostly a toy. It, it Is was that a, what you mean? It, yeah, uh, yeah. Because I'm a bike messenger. Are your legs just pistons right now? Back, back's fucked. But yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got I got some tunnels in there for sure. I got hit by a car. Did I ever tell you that? Yeah, you sent me pictures from the hospital. Oh, it was yeah, like yeah, day yeah. four of the oh, job. Oh, we corresponded right? throughout that. Oh, that's good to know that you were there for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fucking big hole in my leg. You made a big point the day before of telling me how you were riding a fixie, no brakes, 
and hmm. all this stuff, and the next day you were pins and needles. Yep, yeah, that's pretty much how it went. But you didn't yeah. break anything, right? I didn't break anything, and I've only been hit by like a few more cars since then. No. <laughs> only a few cars. Just a few. Stuck them all. Do you get hit? Do you get hit more often? You think you would in another city just because the cars are more quiet out there? No, I don't really. Electric? I don't really come into contact with cars anymore. I figured out a way to uh. avoid them, but uh. Just hit people? No, no, no. I've never hit a person. No. Um, but yeah, sometimes I, I'll run into cars. That used to be my problem when I was first starting out because I'd look behind me in traffic to see if I was going somewhere and the person ahead of me would break and then I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to slow down and stuff so I'd just ram right into their back and then keep, and then they would stop and then I would pedal around them to like leave the scene. What I pretty much described a hit and run. But... No damage. No damage. There we yeah. go. Well, that's the moral of the story. D- no, t- stay away from all the damage. Uh, thanks for calling because we got to wrap up this non-corona. Oop, I said it. Oh, It's fine. We made it this far. We made we, it this far. We the did whole it. point of the podcast was to not talk about it. We, I know. We, we, we did good. it. We did a yeah. good job. We talked about anything but. So good. It. We talked around That's it. good. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for calling Thanks in. For calling Thanks for in, calling in, Bags. And uh, ha- yeah. I hope that you figure out what you want to do with your future. No, thank you. I'm going to be out in San Francisco. In a yeah. Month so just make like more that. than 80,000. So. You'll be fine. And yeah, <laughs> p- just pick up stand-up comedy. Yeah. It's, yeah. I can I mean, make over 80,000 doing that right off the bat, right? Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Dude, stand-up comedy yeah. is easy. Yeah. It's just you, yeah. you're in and you're famous. Just like that. <laughs> you just have to like to do it. That's all. Well, thank you for calling. I'm going to say goodbye to him. We're going to say goodbye. Say goodbye to you. Say goodbye, say goodbye. Say goodbye. Uh, coming up next is Pop Off with Bear T. It's going to be a great show. We're going to head out of here. And But thanks for listening, everybody. And we I was doing this instead of Bug House Square tonight because Sean is – he interacts with – I know it's the number one show on the station. Oh, I got hella listeners then. Uh, yeah. What's up, um, listeners? So, I know, number one show on the station, Bughouse Square. He doesn't feel comfortable coming in because he delivers food to an old person, and he doesn't want to contaminate oh anyone or interact. He's a good guy. Those are the heroes we need right now. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm like, I don't see old people or children, so we're running the station. See you tomorrow for AltaCast and some Call Me Tim. Bye. Here, here to let you know that the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind?
sign of a future. Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> C- 
subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. <laughs> 